This is Josh Mills. This is Anne Marie Mills. And this is apparently Rum Guy Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Acquired <laughs> Tastings. We are very happy to have you all with us for a, another wonderful podcast. That's actually the last one of 2021 when Ooh. it releases. So everybody, like, walk slowly, don't touch anything, and nobody claim 2022 is their year. Maybe we'll get through it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get through it all right. You know, it's museum rules. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't touch. Don't touch. Keep your voice low. No loud and don't, don't steal. No sudden movements. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got, like you've heard, I got my sister Marie and Rum Guy Dave, as we are going to now call them here <laughs> on the podcast, uh, back for another liquor episode. Uh, you may be thinking, oh, are they still going to do Uzo and uh, Odevi? The answer is no, because Marie brought into town some special stuff for us to do. So, Marie, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what we're going to be doing today? Yeah. So, I brought in some samples of 10 to 1 rum, uh, both. Uh, their white rum and their dark rum. Ooh. So I'll have Marie tell us a little bit more about 10 to 1 as we get going. And for our pairings this week, we have a green chili and cheese tamale, a chicken and cheese tamale, some freeze-dried bananas, coastal cheddar, and then we have a dark chocolate and a milk chocolate version of the Dots Pretzel Bar, which if you've never had Dots uh, Pretzel Bars, they I've- are awesome i've had dots pretzels just not the pretzel. i didn't even know they made that i know it i didn't either until one day i was walking through the store and someone was like "Ooh, nice all right, all right. and then just on the table we also have a little snacky snack mix with some um checks mix kind of mixed in and then the will felton made rum balls so if we're not getting we, enough we rum, feel like we need more rum then we can have we can have these rum balls well, so before we get started, um, we have to talk about the blind from last week. Oh, yeah. Dad blinded a beer, and I blinded him on it. And he got down to saying it was some sort, I think he said it was like some sort of Bach. And he was right. It was the Love Honey Bach from Lost 40. Nice. So, very good, solid beer. And it's hard to believe that they've been open for like seven or eight years now, huh? Lost 40. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember one holiday season, Marie, we went down. It was like yeah. right after they opened, but oh, it's crazy. Well, so um, we brought in Rum Guy Dave since we're doing rum and it's the holiday season. So he's in town mm-hmm. so he could easily be phoned in. And I really wish we would have done this one on Zoom where he would have been able to just had to hear our just description. Watch. Oh, that would have been brutal. Torture. <laughs> he would have just poured some yeah. chairman's reserve spice or whatever and <laughs> laughed at us while. <laughs> that we couldn't have it. So what's this? What's this whole thing about me being the rum guy started? Marie texted me and was like, "All right, I got something for you to try." And um, she told me about ten to one. Yeah. And you know, in in Tennessee, we actually have a pretty good selection of rum. There's not a ton of, at least as far as I know, a ton of uh, difficulties as far as you know bringing in different things. Yeah, as America. far as pretty open distribution, right? Um, and so I, I was awesome. Yes, I'll find it. I'll try it. We just got a total wine that opened up, so oh, surely you it's guys there. Got a total, awesome. Yeah. And I looked place after place after place after place. Nowhere has it, which is staggering to me. Yeah, um, maybe they're but, just doing online shipping and still it's too small maybe. for like distribution. But that is, crazy. I don't know. That would that would make sense. But but yeah, I was I was heartbroken, and then. <laughs> Fast forward to, frankly, last night. Yeah. <laughs> Josh texted me and, and was like, so if you want to try that 10 to 1 rum, Marie's in town and we're going tomorrow. Can you come in and report? And I was like, oh, yes. Let me, let me ask and figure out if I have a window. So I managed to to get a little bit of, of time here. Yeah. So well, I'm glad and, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show again especially now that it's rum uh so we have two rums we have the white rum and their dark do they call it their dark rum marie yeah they just call it a dark rum okay so we're gonna start with the white is that the plan yes we should start with the white all right well let's go ahead and get started with it cheers y'all cheers it smells like plantain it smells yeah. like plantains banana and a little bit of cinnamon or clove um almost like bananas foster mm, mm-hmm. like that flambéed Caramely. 
Yeah, it's definitely more plantain than banana. Like plantain is a little bit, it's not, not quite as sugary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super starchy kind of banana. It, but this is their white rum. It's crystal clear. Mm. Now, where is ten to one rummery? So, <laughs> I have my websites pulled up because I wanted to make sure I knew. I believe they are made in Trinidad. Okay. Yeah. It smells really good. That's what. That's what it says. Josh, there's another. There's another tropical fruit in there that I can't pick out. I don't know if it... Kind of reminds me of... I had this Mai Tai in Hawaii once that had this, like, sweetened whipped topping. Mm-hmm. It wasn't whipped cream, but it had this, like, honey flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of that. Well, it kind of yeah. reminds me of, like, star, like star fruit. It's not quite as floral as I have, like, le- mm-hmm. when I kind of put lychee. But oh. it's like star fruit, yeah. almost like non-feety papaya. Because some people think papaya smells like feet. Really? Yeah, I didn't Yeah, know. there are some people that are like absolutely hate papaya because it smells like feet to them. <laughs> That's wild. So on, almost on like the bottle, fruit. they say white pepper, jasmine, ripe citrus, honeysuckle, coriander, and lemongrass. They don't even talk about any fruit. No. None of that is fruit. That's the smell. So I can see, That's I can well. see like a light white pepperiness because white pepper is it's really really like a high note to me. This is me going and uh-huh. talking to music now. It's a really really high, just kind of really ethereal kind of light light peppery smell, which I kind of get in there. I can see coriander, but I don't like coriander. Yeah, and because coriander is cilantro, yeah. coriander seed is cilantro. Right, and so that's just not flavors that I really enjoy. But I kind of get that tea, like jasmine tea, Mm -hmm. or like those white flowery honeysuckle. That's that sweetness. Yeah. That really light honeysuckle. It's interesting with the freeze-dried banana. It kind of knocks out that banana flavor. That's why I I did the same thing you did. I'm trying to knock out the banana so I can maybe pick out something else. So I can see all that that description. I do think it's a little bit floral. Yeah. Yeah, that description is, to me, that's more of the palate. Like the palate is really light, really floral. Like green tea, mm-hmm. a little bit of spiciness, almost like a really lightened jasmine tea. This would be really good. If, I I can't believe I'm saying this about a a white rum or a clear rum, but this would be really good for sipping. I mean, it is very, yeah. it is very hot. Um, um, I don't. I think I Renee, don't, you, or Renee, you think me, you say this? Marie, you think this is hot? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm it, just used to drinking bourbon. Yeah, Maybe. because this is not to me. This is not hot. Yeah, I mean, this, this is ninety percent or ninety percent. Yeah, so forty. So it's forty-five proof, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's really smooth. It doesn't have a lot of that like bite. Like yeah. it's hot. Like you can feel it well, definitely, it, but it's not like sharp. Yeah, well, where hot, I was going I with that is like it, it goes away pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just because we're just now starting, and and it's <laughs> at some point you're just. You are just drinking straight liquor, and mm-hmm. until you get used to it, you know, yeah. it just everything is going to be hot. Um, but this is surprisingly um, uh, clean, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yeah, um, I think you've used linear mm-hmm. uh, before. For me, it like you take a sip and put it down, and then it's kind of gone. And each each sip is it kind of still tastes new you know sometimes with i don't know about you but um with bourbon for me i'll take a sip and that that taste the smoke and everything kind of extends throughout the whole drinking process which is a nice feature when you're Mm -hmm. looking for it with this it's totally the opposite it's almost like you're just a brand new sip every time so when so i just had the the freeze-dried bananas Mm-hmm. Um, so these are unsweetened freeze dried bananas. Which, first of all, if I ever make a Sunday, mm. this is what I would use rather than fresh banana. Yeah, like the flavor is so good; it's not sweet. But when I had that with this rum, I got a I got more smokiness. Mm. Like I had like the mezcal smokiness kind of come out, not like the PD smoke, but like a like a wood smoke. Yeah kind of flavor not quite campfire more like barbecue smoke okay like that really specific fruit wood kind of smoke like apple wood or cherry or something yeah but i couldn't tell you what it was but it had that really soft soft yep. kind of smoke flavor to it i'm gonna have to try that again 
So, Marie, you said, so how did you, <laughs> Marie, how did you find out about 10 to 1? I was trying to remember. <laughs> I think somewhat like. How many bottles have you ordered so yeah. far? Only these two. This didn't come up in the, uh, the pre-recording talk. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. I was like looking through my phone, trying to figure out when I signed up for their email list, exactly how it happened. My guess is one of the distillers or guests on one of the women who whiskey tasting mm-hmm. mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a black owned, is from the Caribbean, was living in New York and really wanted to, if I recall correctly, wanted to go make a true Caribbean rum and kind of bring it back glass and style and, and not all about the pirates and treasure hunts. And so I think that's probably what sparked it. Um, but I've been following them for about a year. Okay. And just haven't had the opportunity to purchase. And then they had a great Black Friday sale. And oh. I, I went for it. <laughs> it was like 25% off, buy two bottles, free shipping. Like, came out very reasonable. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think I paid $62 for the two bottles. Yeah. Um, normally, the dark rum is like 39 yeah, we looked at it last night. It yeah. was, it was no, 49. 49, and the white rum is in the 30s. And they, so, they do this little thing. It's like, if you, uh, if you spend $50, you get free shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to buy two. And then they, <laughs> they price all their <laughs> yep. stuff for, at forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. 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 yeah, the dark rum was 49, and I think what the, I mean, that's the, just the white rum was 30. 36 <laughs> or something. So. Mm-hmm. so no matter what, two bottles will get you free shipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should, just, they should have been just very blatant about it. Be like, free shipping over $46.59 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, we know what you're doing. Yeah. And we appreciate it. So have you guys had it with the cheese yet? Mm-hmm. Have. Didn't do a lot for me, Didn't to be much. honest. Yeah. I was hoping the salt. So this we're using yeah. the Coastal Cheddar, which is a really dry, a dry English-style cheddar that's got, like, kind of grains of salt running through it so i was hoping that kind of pop it salt would do something i think it's going to do more with the dark rum yeah than it will the white rum yeah the the dark rum i'm, I'm really looking forward to because i think because it and i don't know if you'll know this or not is this basically their unaged rum like same kind of batch recipe whatever you want to call it except they take the the white and put it in barrels and age it i think it's different so the is description of the white rum is mash bill that's what i was looking for yeah hmm. uh white rum is uh redefining the category flavor profile we've crafted crafted a enticing unaged blend of column still rum from the dominican republic with a high ester pot still rum that's... from jamaica to interest to let to yield a beautiful extra proof expression that column still that's why it's so linear yeah yeah. Well, it's also got pot stilled in it, though. It's mm-hmm. a blend of of both. Mm-hmm. Right. I like. I understand. I understand that. If if it was just pot still, I think it would be way funkier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this, it's got enough to just be balanced. Um, yeah. I'd, I, I'd be very curious to hear what the ratio is as yeah. far as oh, column versus I... pot. There yeah, I don't, know. That's, I don't that's know that's that real says. in the weeds. Yeah. Like I don't know if they'll have that well, on their website. And they yeah. probably it probably depends on the run. It probably yeah. depends on oh, the run yeah, of the run balancing it. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like you know, and I equate this a lot when we're. I don't know why. There's so many things you can equate to how champagne does their stuff. Yeah, but they you know it can vary from year to year depending on if as long as they're finding the particular style that they get. Because you know mm-hmm. you could add one one extra layer to your column thinking oh well we've got more sugary i've got a more sugary wart right now and then you add one more level to your column and it comes out weaker than normal so then you've got to find that balance to get that house style but i really like the idea of what he's doing here and trying taking rum take rum back yeah seems like you know it's not this like dave said this is this white rum is is a great you can sip this Yeah. yeah I think it would make great cocktails too. Yes, yeah. They the little booklet that came with yeah, it came with all it. these like cocktail recipes. And when I did my first tasting of it, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna add a little lime juice and cake, make like a very simple daiquiri like oh in the glass gosh. because the lime really brings out this beautiful like florally citrus. I, yeah, that's that's immediate where immediately where my mind went. Yeah, was straight daiquiri. It just daiquiri. tastes like almost a daiquiri by itself. It does. Mm-hmm. 
And so you just add a few little hints to it. Yeah. Yeah, it is is surprisingly, it's sweeter than I expected. Mm -hmm. It's just, (laughs) it's funny. He keeps saying all these, like, it's sweeter than I expected. It's hotter than I expected. (laughs) It, I hope that it comes across that this is just, it's very, to me anyway, it's very big. Like, Mm -hmm. there is, this does not, there's not a ton of nuance at least for my palate. There's some, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, it's not shy, no. for, for lack of a better term. It's not shy. Which I, I It's love. big, mm-hmm. it's open, it's bold. I would, I would put this up against any other white rum that I've ever had. Yeah. And even so, like based on some of the dark rums I've had from, from other producers, but haven't had their white rum, yeah. I still think that this would be, this is gonna, like Dave said, throw out its shoulders and step to the front and say, "I'm here, yeah. and this is what you want." Yeah. And I understand now the thirty-five dollar bottle yeah. price tag. Yeah, no, I, I, and I it's, think it's, it's worth very every cent. small batch made. Um, like I think my bottle, and I think I lied. So my bottle says it's eighty proof. Okay. The, the picture on the website said ninety proof, but my bottle says eighty proof. Okay. Batch number two. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So you know, I think. They are really just getting going. Wow. And, and well, if of, they're just getting going, this is... They have they have nothing but great things geez. ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have an IPO? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't have a lot. I could throw five bucks their way, but... <laughs> well, yeah. I doubt they'll sell out. Yeah, no. Well, so what was funny is when I, I did not. the um, Black Friday, I went on Black Friday or something like that, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get the dark rum. They had like <laughs> run out of their allotment, I guess, for the sale or something. That's oh, no. And so I went back a couple days later and was like, maybe, please, please. I don't want two bottles of white rum. I want one white, yeah, one dark. Yeah. And, and then there it was. And it got into my cart and successfully shipped. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, really delicious. Um, I really recommend you guys try the chocolate. It's yeah. I, really I just did it, it with the milk chocolate. It yeah, is I just did awesome. dark chocolate. Do it with milk. So the, so the the candy bars. So for those of you who may not know, Dots pretzels are a big thing. Don't know. I'm sorry if you know. You know, they are these kind of. They're from North Dakota, a company out of North Dakota that does these like twisted pretzels that have like a lightly spicy, sweet. Can I have the milk chocolate? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> okay. the story. A lightly spicy, lightly sweet, savory mix on them and they're like crack like they're just spicy enough and what they've done is they've taken the bo- they've taken the pretzels and i would assume like the pretzels like that broke during yeah. production kind of dusted it up and put them in these candy bars and it's so good because you mm-hmm. get the little sweetness plus a little bit of heat with the chocolate it's really really good. really good they're really really i good. like them both like makes it really fun and spicy and poppy yeah and it's like a pop pop song playing in my mouth uh it reminds me of reggaeton yeah (laughs) i do a lot of imperfect foods which is where the snacky snack mix and mix comes from uh but they do a it's like salty sweet and it's bark so it's chocolate bark but with bits of potato chip Mm, and pretzel and some like dried bananas and i was like oh that would be perfect Mm. what'd you think dave i don't even know if you want to know it's to be honest, I've, this is the first time I've had those uh, the chocolates. Mm-hmm. I I can't taste anything but the chocolates. So I'm happy about it. Like <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> when I leave here, I'm gonna have to swing by the store and try to grab yeah. Well, I bought as these much at, as possible so I can take them back home to Tennessee. I bought I, these at I, Edward. I can't find them in Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Now maybe I'm just not shopping at the right places. I'm sure maybe there's some sort of I don't know Kroger. Target? <laughs> no, uh, no, definitely. I would, I would go got, more like the like local chain or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe Publix. I don't know. Well, we typically ship at uh, ship. We typically shop, shop at mm-hmm. Publix. Well, um, and um, but I've been to Kroger as well, and it's because my family loves this stuff. Every time we we visit, we being Catherine and Albie and myself, when we visit, you know, my mom and dad, they always have a bag of mm. dots pretzel stuff and it's yeah it's amazing (laughs) 
but um, so far I've been uh, I've been too dumb to actually try to bring any home. <laughs> I just think about it too late. I look for them at stores and I I can't find them uh, anywhere. So yeah, I get like a, that sweetness and that savoriness mm. goes really really well with the rum, and that the fruity characteristics of the rum comes out more mm-hmm. for yeah. me with the chocolate. Now, the tamales are really good, but the tamales bring spice. Yeah. Bring the spiciness to me to this rum that kind of pop, like wakens up that peppery that mm-hmm. peppery kind of attitude. It, but it plays really well with them. Now, Dave, last night you said yeah, you were out at uh, La Terraza, right? La Terraza, yeah. Rum place. What was your rum experience like there? Amazing. I'm sure downtown Nashville has some sort of rum joint but i haven't found it um and i was very very excited to to get over to la terraza on this trip it was fantastic it's it's crazy to me that they you know when you sit down at the table the the server comes by and opens with would you like a mojito one (laughs) because like that's just it's very on brand like oh yeah yeah um and then two i think everyone or most people that listen to this this pod are familiar with the fact that, like, the, the understanding that most bartenders really hate making mojitos. Yeah. <laughs> to make a good one, it, it takes too long. They've got people clamoring for their yeah. rum and cokes and, and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. Excuse me while I muddle this mint, you know, for three minutes, and you just yeah. stare at me awkwardly. So the fact that you walk into a restaurant and that's the first thing they say to you, mm-hmm. um, besides welcome, <laughs> is pretty cool you walk in and you're like okay this is these are my people um (laughs) but um they were very very cool i they have rum flights that you can do and they were there was like a a beginner and an intermediate and and whatnot they were kind enough to let me just look at their rum list and pick my own flight oh nice and so i i basically just went through the list found three that i had never either never had or never even heard of yeah and uh it was it was awesome yeah it was it's really a, fun it's a little hidden gem here in little rock in the in the hillcrest neighborhood it's kind of it's kind of off track a little bit mm-hmm. from main traveling to little rock and if you're not looking for it you'll miss the sign because it's a really low oh. low kind of sign kind of around the corner it's on the the restaurant itself is on the corner of kind of a main street yeah. And then a side street, and I don't know who made this decision, but the sign for the restaurant faces the side street, and not yeah, the main it's like street. Little, it's like a little catty corner. <laughs> and there's a bunch of trees. Like the the, it's got a really beautiful patio. Yeah. Um, mm. it's an amazing. Like when the weather's nice. Oh my god! It's like, like a three layer. It's like a three layer deck. Oh, nice. It's beautiful. But if you don't know what you're looking for, you will drive past it probably a couple of times. Yeah. Siri will tell me, tell you that you have arrived, and you're like, "Where the f- where am I?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Siri, um, I see nothing. But it was it was good. My family, we were there with. Um, it was uh, you know, my family, me and my wife and, and my son. Um, don't worry, he didn't partake of the mojitos. I mean, he was the designated driver. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, and then um, my mom and my dad, and then my sister and her husband. Uh, and then my aunt. We're all kind of in town for for Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we decided to to you know go there because the family loves mojitos. Um, I still I still have yet to find one that's as good as my dad's, but that could be just me being biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was awesome. The food was amazing. It was a really really good experience, and it was relatively. Uh, empty, which was kind of surprising and a little bit sad. They're they're in my experience, they're a great restaurant. They yeah. need to have way yeah. more business than they do. What kind of food did they serve? Is it like Venezuelan? Caribbean? Oh, Venezuelan. so nice. lots of arepas, empanadas. Yeah, I had a, an asabuco that was to borrow a term from Josh. Lights out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was the food was all really good. I would encourage anyone that's in in Little Rock, not that. They're going to listen to some dude from Nashville, but (laughs) 
I would encourage anyone that's, that's listening to this, to check, check out. them out. Like, yeah. Even if it's just for the coconut mojito. Like, <laughs> check them out. Yeah, really, and they yeah. do. So during the pandemic, they when restaurants started to be able to do drinks to go, mm-hmm. they, like if you ordered a combo, I ordered like a group of array pots for the podcast once. It came with a pitcher of mojitos. Shot the front door. Yeah. Like it came, it was like, it was a like, pitcher. Yeah. A li- and it was like the old Like school, I said, my people. The old school, like juice top, like juice oh flip my top. Gosh. Rubbermaid container of, of mojitos. And oh I bought these, ar- I bought the array pots for the podcast. I think it was when dad and I did rum for the first time. Bonus. And then it was like, well, I could order five array pots and it was going to cost me this much. Or I could do this like array pot party pack. <laughs> and it comes with mojitos at a pitcher for thirty cents, right? And it's like five. It's like five dollars more. Yeah, I'll take like, it. Yes, please. But and it's, again, it's they know place. exactly what they're doing. <laughs> like yeah. they're they have cornered their market, yeah. owned it, <laughs> and they are running with it. Well, and you know, while you may say don't take a guy, they may not take a guys from Nashville opinion. It has actually been featured on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dot. Oh, cool! Not surprising at all. Yeah, good they, old guy. They were one of the four, one of the four restaurants in Little Rock that have been featured on, on Diners, Drive-In, and Stuff. Actually, cool. may only be three. It's, uh, them, Flyway, Root, uh, Root Cafe, and I think, I think it was either Local Luna or Red Door. Red Door. It was yeah. Red Door. <laughs> they were all. They, when he came to town, he those were the four restaurants that he did. They split it up over two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it was really cool that they. I mean, that's fun. They were on there, and yeah. when I was in there for the first time, and I was waiting on the array bus and stuff to come out, the uh, the owner happened to be behind the bar, and he's like, "Well, so what's going on?" I was like, "Well, I ordered some arrobas to go uh, doing a rum podcast with my dad." I was like, "So what are your some of your favorite rums?" <laughs> Did his ears <laughs> perk up real quick? His, his ears perked up real quick, and then he turned around. And he goes, "So you want to try something while you wait?" And I'm going, uh, "Okay." I'm not say no. yeah. So he reached up, and that was when I think I told Marie, you, Marie, do you want to start a podcast with me so we can get a free booze? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you know, they were featured guests. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can be investors. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. make a card Partners. and everything. <laughs> Gives you card and everything. I think I can do 0.1% of the share. <laughs> Better watch out. I'm going to call a plane. <laughs> he needs more equipment, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to need videos. We're going to need. Anyway. But he turns around. I think I told you this. And he's like, So I really like this Plantation XO. Oh. The, you did tell me that. Yeah. Uh, the, I can't remember the name of it. The one with the X on it. He like, he brought down like two or three, like I think three it's different. Bumbu. Yeah, like three different high-end rums. And I was like, oh, here, you can have a taste of them while you wait. I'm like. So why haven't you gone back and like recorded a podcast with him? I don't know. You know what? That's good. Just Be- good point. Because full-time job is full-time job. and Shout out to La Teresa. Give Josh this, an email. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Give him a podcast, shout. What's the, uh, what's the email? Oh, it, acquiredtastings at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> or you can reach out to us on social. We're Acquired Tastings <laughs> uh, on Instagram and Facebook. We're Acquired Tasting on Twitter because we couldn't have enough characters on Twitter. <laughs> and we barely use Twitter anyway. So, yeah. But, you know, it would be fun to do some local restaurant stuff because I think, yeah, you know, I'd love to get Flyway with Jess on the, you know, because yeah. I love, I love Flyway. We pump Flyway a lot, you know, Lost 40. Now, if I could get the, if I could figure out how to get the guys from Ham on, that would just be a funny show. <laughs> oh gosh! Like I think that would be the like the that would be fun just to yeah. do that because. Well, remember the the drinking game that I I oh, sent God. you. Whether like, <laughs> if you if you mention Damn. Ham on on Go the podcast, cheese. you take a drink. <laughs> to have one of the those dudes guest host, everyone would be smashed. <laughs> everyone Lights would just be smashed. drunk. It's like okay, you know what? You guys just bring the charcuterie board and I'll bring we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I've started on the dark rum. I think Dave has too. It's delicious. So it is also 80 proof. The tasting notes read um, baking spice, banana peel, yellow apple, mm-hmm. tobacco, cedar, nut loaf, and leather. Yeah, it's back there. It's the barreling. This one is a blend of eight-year-old Barbados and Dominican column still rums combined with high ester Jamaican pot still rum and Trinidadian rum. Aged in American white oat 
OX bourbon casks. That's interesting. I think it's funny that they they say the high ester. Yeah. High ester pot still. You know what that really means? Overproof. <laughs> it's basically it's boozy. Or it's it's either that or it me or they're trying to say that it's like really, really floral over esters. Because yeah. esters are maybe that's oxidized more or something, but I would think that it's just boozy. Yeah. But so Marie, while Dave and I are trying to yeah. taste some of this, you know, I've had Dave kind of talk a little bit about drinking with his with his family a little bit. What are some stories you have like with mom and dad and traveling and it can be food, wine, or spirits. Oh yeah. Mills drinking stories. <laughs> Which this there. is what I came for. <laughs> There's definitely plenty. Yeah. But kind of focusing on travel. I know yeah. you've been to the Caribbean with mom and dad a couple times yep. or that kind of stuff. So what yeah. are what are some things you have about that? We had um one trip you weren't able to make it to was uh Grand Cayman. Yeah, I've never been to either Grand Cayman or uh oh God, where's the other place they go? Uh, Saint oh Martin. Saint Martin. I haven't been to Saint Martin either. Um I went to Grand Cayman, I guess sometime when I was in college and you were in high school, maybe. Yeah. But it's where they honeymoon. So they had a lot of fun, fond memories about it, uh, which was fun to share and learn about with them. And then I don't necessarily have any drinking memories there. Like, yeah, drinking. I mean, Dad's margarita is involved in most of my foreign memories, especially on a beach. We used to, I've gone to... Cabo with them a couple times. Yeah. Um, and dad always, you know, they stock up at the Walmart and then <laughs> make their own margaritas. There we go. In the room. Always delicious. I think at one point dad just started calling me Margarita because Marie and Margarita <laughs> were basically the same name. Margarita. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, not really my name, but let's go with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take another. <laughs> well, I mean, this time of year, we always think of shots with Santa. Shots with Santa. And Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you haven't heard that story? Copper Mountain. Okay, so eight years. It's actually eight, eight years, years ago. ago. Uh, we took our first family trip. Christmas to, trip, yeah. To Copper Mountain at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Normally, we're around here doing stuff, but yeah. with, we love travel. At one point, we were going like every other year. Mm-hmm. We do a year in Arkansas and then a year somewhere. Yeah. Well, Shout this, out to Kevin Shade. He's at Copper right now, actually. Yeah. Mm. And I, so I've told him about I've told him about this because at Christmas time, Copper does some really cool stuff. Christmas Eve, they do they call it a, I think they call it Firelight Ski, where all like all the ski staff go up the mountain and they ski down like the main slope with torches, basically. Right. So it looks like a big red sleigh, and then Santa follows Santa. They bring in Santa. Well, he comes into town and then he zip lines across this little pond and then he hits the other side and fireworks go off. You yeah. Know? Nice. Well. And that was like Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. So, well, we just happen to find this bar to watch the fireworks in because it's the Millses. And, and it's you know, cold and bar. like. Yeah, we don't need like, to oh, stand outside. We don't. We don't need to see everything. Yeah. Just so happened that this bar was on the other side of the zip line way. Zip line pond. Oh man! Um, so this, it was literally like dive bar. They had uh, an X beer pong table, so you could have two games going on at once across oh, each other, like wow. competitive, like trying to knock each other's. Yeah, and they, so I, I saw people with, like two different games going on at once, and then one game of four way. Yeah, that where sounds you can go insane. Any, any way you want. Well, so after his zipline tour, Santa popped into the bar because. It's the bar. As one does. Santa needs a drink, too. <laughs> and Dad, we're over doing something. Mom's playing pinball. Because yep. mom, loves pin- mom loves pinball. Oh. Dad and Marie and I are just doing And Dad goes, look, it's Santa. I'm going to buy him a drink. <laughs> it's like, you should totally do that. So he goes over and literally does a shot, does shots with Santa. Yeah. We have photo we evidence. We have a photo oh, Okay. And you you have to post that on the yeah. feed or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty solid. Yeah. So it's. Photon. So I told I told Kevin about that how they do like the yeah. fire the fire thing because it's cool it's cool it's, to see yeah it's really fun it was but really pretty with a young kid you know who probably maybe not at the bar probably be in bed yeah I mean maybe Granddad will stay with <laughs> the, yeah and then Kevin and Renee can go out yeah. to the bar. there you go well I think they're I think they're with uh, family and family friends oh, so okay. Okay. yeah I'm sure there's someone that can they can have a little night out man the monitor yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's um, 
Yeah, because we kind of got into this habit of like, well, we want to have a white Christmas every other year at least. And mm-hmm. You're not really likely to get it in Arkansas, although it happens every once in a while. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is <laughs> what it is. Yep. Very vivid memory of losing power for white Christmas once here, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you take the good was, with yeah, the bad. Exactly. Was, <laughs> it's well, white I, Christmas, but we lost power because we our trees are not set up for this. Well, I was stuck in. I was not with. Yeah, him. you were house I was, sitting. I was house sitting over in the St. Charles neighborhood. Oh, really? And yeah. I was stuck yeah. in the house, and I was supposed to only be there through Christmas Eve because they were going to come back Christmas Day. So they had not. Their house was not stocked to be watched. Yeah. So there was like uh, barely any food. We had to like in the house. go rescue him and bring him food. Mm-hmm. He there, was, there weren't. They didn't have an actual fireplace. They had like no. an electric. We set a little gas, gas fireplace. Was doing a whole lot for heat. But gotcha. yeah, we did Whistler one year, um, or not Whistler, Bam. No, we uh, we did do Whistler one. We did do Whistler one. Um, Banff was the one that I wasn't. Banff, there. you were in Montana for. Uh, also, I, probably having a white Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but work. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually it was actually really fun yeah. to work up there. Yeah, I feel like all my like mom and dad drinking memories are. A little bit of, a little bit of wine, a little bit of beer, a little bit of booze. Yeah, all of the yeah. above kind yeah. of game. The Stark Room is really, really good. It's really good. It's way more. I you know now that we're kind of moving into this. Yeah. It's way more mellow than yeah. the white. I'm having a trouble. And <laughs> Josh and Marie, honestly, like your palates are better than mine. I'm having trouble trouble picking anything out of this. I just like it. And yeah. probably for those that are listening for educational purposes, that's where my contribution <laughs> stops. Um, I get the like very, it's very similar to good bourbons. Yeah. The yeah. like caramel, vanilla, warming spices. Like to me, it tastes very similar to bourbon, except it's not bourbon, it's rum. It's, it seems, yeah, it's, it's like a similar experience, experience yeah. almost except the underlying yeah. flavor you know you have bourbon you have rum you yeah. Have whatever. yeah and you know i've talked about before that there are some like you know they're the diplomatico manitowano rum would be a good transitional rum for somebody who's mm-hmm. who's a bourbon drinker well i have to rescind that now because this <laughs> would be this is really good because you have that you have a some of those same like warming spice profiles it's softer on the palate and it because it's aged in those bourbon barrels, you do have some of that kind of sweet corn yeah. kind of feeling, but it's a different kind of sweet. Yeah. Like it like we've talked about we talked about plantains in the other one. This is like the sweetness of plantains. Yeah. Like it's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. Yeah. And then you have a little bit of that like extra corny kind of estuary sweetness from I think from the barreling. Yeah. I am super impressed that this is a three country blend. Four country, yeah. Because I thought it was just Dominican, Barbados, Bar- Dominican, Jamaican, and Trinidadian. Okay, so it's four. Okay, okay. so even more impressed. It's yeah. a four country blend, and it's this well balanced. Yeah, it's so integrated. Like Dave said, it is kind of hard to mm-hmm. to break apart. Besides just saying that it's good, <laughs> it's not as caramely sweet as some other dark rums. Um, I don't think no. this would make a good like dark and stormy rum. No, I don't even know if I would use this as a cocktail rum because so it's I, so light. It, I did it with a, a Manhattan recipe. They do a rum Manhattan. I that's I'm, and it was. I mean, that's basically you add some bitters and sweet, sweet vermouth, <laughs> some vermouth, and you mostly leave it alone. That was, it like went down way do too easy. Is try to easy. get one of those cocktails like. You know, you have cocktails like the Mai Tai Painkiller where you have 17 ingredients. Yeah. And then you have other cocktails which are a little more classic, just as delicious, but they're like old-fashioned where it's spirit bitters sugar or Manhattan mm-hmm. where it's spirit yeah. bitters vermouth. Yeah. Where it lets, it kind of gives that spirit of a little bit of room to yeah. shine. Yeah. I think that is what this would be perfect with and josh you're not going to like hearing this but when i make my old fashions now um i just use some of that proof syrup that you can you can buy mm-hmm. um frankly because it it makes a better old-fashioned than i can right. manually i 
I'm really annoyed that I didn't have the forethought to like bring a little bit of that fruit syrup <laughs> to to put in with this because I think that would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think you know it does. I kind of agree with you guys. It's a spirit-focused cocktail. Yeah. I yeah. think would allow allow this to shine. I, th- I think you have to be you you'd have to be careful with some of your proportions of like sweet vermouth mm-hmm. or yeah. things like that because you want to go on the like lesser side of right. And yeah. You more have, bitters, less sweet. And yeah. You want to have really good. Yeah. I'd say make sure you have really good sweet vermouth. You know, nothing against Martina Rossi, but. That's not what I would suggest to put with this. Yeah. Like Carpano, all Carpano the way, Indigo Yeah, is is what I would say to definitely use with this if you're going to use some kind of sweet vermouth. And actually, um, Colonial just picked up their white vermouth. Oh, can you elaborate? What do you mean? Yeah, what, what is the difference? Like a well, Bianco? Yeah, like a Bianco. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, that w- it's either they're Bianco or they're dry. That's what we use. At home, uh, Catherine and I, like we, we've kind of figured out a, a gin martini spec that we mm-hmm. really, really like. And I, I think maybe we've gotten a little bit spoiled because we only really like it with Plymouth gin and Carpano Bianco. Yeah. Uh, dry, dry vermouth. I, I'm doing yeah, it's dry. dry in quotes because while it is dry, it is still very, very kind of sweet and fruity when mm-hmm. compared to a normal dry. Right. And then uh, express an orange peel over it. Oh, my God. It's really, really, really good. Is um, this the updated Madison? No. <laughs> no, no. The Madison I still got to – I have to work on. That's that's a Gordian knot, man. I don't know if we're ever going to figure ta- out. Have we talked about the Madison on the podcast before? We have. Okay. Yeah, I think we talked about it on the EPL, um, <laughs> the EPL podcast. Um, it's, there's just so much – so many so random much. things. It's gin and amaretto and southern comfort, and it's like, yeah, it's like a pecan pie, but not as good. <laughs> it was. It's, oh, we got to figure something out. So I'm, I'm on it. I'm working on it, but, uh, but no, we haven't figured it right. out yet. So have you, have you ever made a white Negroni? No, I would like to, um, but frankly, I don't have, I don't have any of the things. I would need any of the ingredients I would need in my liquor cabinet, and I you, can't, frankly, can't really justify going. Well, I have the gin. You have two of them. You have white vermouth and gin. You well, can use the Carpano Blanco. Can you use the Bianca? Because oh, it's white. Okay, okay, okay. As long as you, and then I can't remember how to do that. There's some, I can't remember what you use. For the, for to the, sub out for, for the, the Campari. Campari. Now, super fancy places are... Not my house. Well, yeah, but. they are. They are. I don't know what they. I can't remember what they call it. They actually take Campari and scientifically turn it white. They turn clarify it. it. Yeah, they, they probably put it, it. They put it in a centrifuge mm-hmm. and then just. And that would be awesome. I would. I would love to have a centrifuge. Just that sounds just for like fun. fun. Yeah. Um, but so. there's absolutely no reason to have one. <laughs> Things we should and shouldn't be spending our money on. Right, right, right. <laughs> so if I if I tie if I tie a vial, one of these vials, to the end of a string, and I whip it around hard enough, or if I get a drill, will it actually work? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's something else they use for that a, is that is a redneck centrifuge <laughs> is what that is. Redneck or ingenuous? Uh, <laughs> hey Stephen, yeah, Stephen, please come up with help a me with a, out how to make this out of Lego. version. That dude is listening to this he's, right now, he's and probably, he's got graph paper and a pencil in front of him and a calculator. And I guarantee, in a couple of days, we're gonna get a text <laughs> on Signal that says, "All right, I found it. I figured it out. Let's do this. Let's let's do this. Build and burn. We're gonna build the new podcast table, and we're gonna build this in. Yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh goodness! I bet you could use an old clock or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, one thing I wanted to interject real quick when we were talking about um, the bourbons that would be a excuse me the rums that would be a good transition from bourbon. Mm-hmm. Another one that listeners should know about is called McCoy, and it is broadly the same. I forget what country of origin it comes from. It's got a different flavor profile than this. But it is also aged in ex-bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. And even more than this, you can taste it. My my father-in-law actually bought some. And we went over there for dinner one night. And he, he 
you know, gave me something. I was like, you should taste this. And I tasted and immediately I thought it was, there's so much barrel age in it. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. But even with my limited palate, I was able to pick out like, this was aged in bourbon barrels, wasn't it? And yeah. he was like, I don't, I don't think, I'm not sure. And he picked <laughs> up the bottle and he was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, and that's not a, a that's not to say that I'm really good. Right. I'm saying that it's very, very similar to bourbon. Right. And if someone's looking for that transition, either this stuff or if you have trouble getting it like I have, McCoy is available all over the place. Yeah. The real McCoy. Real McCoy, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to make sure that, that was clear. But yeah, it's, that's also really, really solid. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so what about this with the food? I think similar to the white rum, the chocolate's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the cheese does better here, but still yeah, not like the best thing on the plate. Yeah, I got a lot good. of like smoky, some more of the smoky mm-hmm. tones in it. It kind of pepped it up a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm about out. I drank mine a little too excitedly. <laughs> yeah, because I, I did that with the white. It's like, <laughs> I, told, I told you to bring the bottles. Told you to bring the bottles rather than just vials. In her defense, it was probably pretty smart because we would have just crushed both bottles. She would have had nothing left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you would have owed me. Yeah. Um, interestingly, I I tried the the cheese as well, mm-hmm. and for me, I think it the saltiness kind of cut out a lot of the savory for lack of a better term mm-hmm. in the the rum and i got some more of that fruit some more of the bananas yeah. and it was really really good yeah yeah i kind of just picked it up a little bit and brought it forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh it's really good so dave what um with these rum how do they equate to some of the other rums that you've had kind of where would you kind of put them in your pantheon i know it's not a huge pantheon because no you drink a lot of them. not yet <laughs> No, the the white the white is the best white I've ever had. Yeah. Now, a disclaimer, I don't really have a lot of I don't really, you know, drink a lot of white rum yeah. by itself. Uh-huh. It usually goes in um, you know, a daiquiri or, or a mojito or something. In fact I think the the white rum we have right now in, in the liquor cabinet is actually just like a coconut flavored rum because it makes amazing daiquiris. Mm. <laughs> it's not we were doing like a tasting with it yeah no. it wouldn't be that great yeah because it's a sugary coconut whatever but <laughs> in a in a cocktail it's amazing yeah i really really want to get my hands on a bottle of ray and nephew at some point and that is it's another it's like an aged rum but it's it is clear which i'm not sure how they do that i'm guessing centrifuge of some kind mm-hmm. but if they had had that at la terraza mm-hmm. last night I would have definitely tried that. But as of right now, the only way to even try it and see if I like it is to buy a whole bottle. And I can't, <sighs> I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. But I would love to get a a bottle of this, the 10 to 1 white, and try it in some some different yeah. uh, cocktails. Like, I bet it would make a daiquiri amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it would definitely use a simple daiquiri. Or uh, interesting to have it in a, like a Hemingway daiquiri. I think either one of these would be... Remind mm-hmm. us again what the Hemingway is. <laughs> so uh, you sub grapefruit juice. For the lime juice? Or most of the lime juice. Not they're all still, of it. They're not all of it. Okay. And then you add Luxardo oh, maraschino that's liqueur. Right. That's, um, that's kind of a Hemingway. That's right. That's another and, bottle I, I need to either get or you know steal from my father-in-law. Because I know he has some. <laughs> Um, he makes some some cherry margaritas that are mm. really really good. Well, yeah. now it's not the Luxardo cherry liqueur. It's completely different. Oh, okay. Enlighten it's me. the it's the maraschino liqueur. It it's in like a grass wrapped bottle. Oh. Oh, okay. It's clear. Okay. But okay. it has that cherry flavor. Okay. But yeah, it's not the red Luxardo cherry. Okay. Cherry liqueur. Oh yes. Okay, I know no, what you're talking about. about. I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, you use that because it, the cherry liqueur would be too sweet. Yeah, yeah. And the the, le- the maraschino, it has a little bit of sweetness, but it still just has that bright cherry flavor, gotcha. almost like a cherry brandy. Yeah, there's probably not a lot that actually goes into it. The Hemingway. No, I it's mean, just a lot of rum. Just a lot of. <laughs> I 
I mean, I think traditionally, yeah. comparatively, there's yeah. not much goes into. I think it. it's traditionally like double rum. Are you supposed to use like an overproof? Yeah, some yeah. sort of overproof rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also suggest just like adding coconut water. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So like light refreshing. That would be a that's a good idea. You know what? Take one of take one of these. Or take a Sunboy, mm-hmm, yeah, and put like a spike, spike, spike a Sunboy sun a little oh, bit man. more with that. Be really, really that good. Be awesome. By the way, yes, I think sir. they're now shipping to you, to Tennessee. Oh yeah, Sunboy. I think because they're supposed to be shipping to Arkansas and I think Tennessee. Okay. So you have to just check out on yeah. Just go through their website to see whomever they use to sell. Okay. Yeah, because they added like thirty-seven states nice. recently. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think I remember when you when you had him on. I think I remember you mentioning or him yeah. mentioning that they had plans to expand pretty massively. Yeah. in the yeah. near future at that time of recording, yeah. and they got so. it. They were able to add the ability to sh- to ship to thirty seven thirty seven more states than they were nice. already shipping to. Okay. So, so it should you should be able to get it shipped to you. And I'm just I would think that you know when you said coconut water, I was like, mm-hmm. man, just adding adding a little shot of that would be would be yeah. really good. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, in true acquired tastings fashions, we got to talk about best pairing. Mm. So, we're going to go around each of you. What is your favorite pairing with each one of the rooms? Ladies first. <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> so, I really like the chocolate um, dots pretzel thing with the dark rum. I agree. I think that is my favorite party in my mouth. And then I think it's really fun to have the the freeze-dried banana with the white yeah i think that's really a, a fun complimentary game yeah i was thinking you that'd could be do my a, best on play you could do a fun kind of play on a on a mojito or a daiquiri with those free dries bananas yeah to do some court some sort of fun little like cocktail a little like um affogato style kind of thing yeah a little bit of ice cream some freeze-dried bananas and yeah. a little bit of rum mm-hmm. really fun it'd be fun just as a, a garnish just mm-hmm. to float one of those yeah. things on the top yeah that's what yeah. i was thinking like find a way to do or yeah. a banana daiquiri and just oh yeah banana daiquiri would be really good yeah but use that like muddle it up yeah i think i think my favorite um was the cheese and the dark rum mm-hmm. not necessarily because each of them like one elevates the other but I I just I like I like a little more fruit in in my yeah. rums typically. I, I mean, if if it doesn't have fruit, then I'll just drink some bourbon. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And having that cheese, taking a little bit of that, and then taking the uh, a sip of the darker rum, yeah. pulls that stuff forward and reminds me, okay, this is this is a rum. It's tropics. It kind of puts mm-hmm. me back in that mindset of, you know. Being on the beach or in a, yeah. you know, sidling up to some ramshackle bar, <laughs> you know, that that's that's what I I really really enjoy. Um, and then the, for me, call me crazy, but the the white pairs well with air. Yeah, <laughs> it really so. does. It really does. I kind of agree with Marie. The banana, the banana was really fun. The banana was a really fun pairing with the white rum. I. Do, I did enjoy the dots. Now, kind of, I wish I had a little bit more of it because what I would do is I would take a freeze dried top of the dots oh. and take a bite, and see kind of what. But yeah. <clears throat> I think I'm going to go ahead and say the the freeze dried banana there, and then with the with the dark rum, I'm torn between the dark chocolate dots and the and the cheese because it just like Dave said it 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 brought out some di- the cheese brought out some differences. It's different pairing, different pairing yeah. styles. Like you've you've said this all the yeah. time. There's the complementary and then the opposite or whatever the contrast. Contrasting. Yeah. 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 Wow, I couldn't even think of contrasting. <laughs> and he it still has rum. He still has no. Rum that's in that's not a function of me being inebriated. <laughs> I'm totally fine. It's just a function of me being tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have a toddler, so yeah. that's fair. And so, but the like the the chocolate pairing was just it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it was just fun. It tasted great. That little bit of heat that came through from the dots was just fun. Yeah. So I can't. I can't pick one. All right. So Dave has uh, kind of asked that 
he gets whoa, blinded whoa, whoa, again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is revisionist history right here. Well, you brought up the I o- asked if I was going to be blinded again. Yeah, you brought up the option of you being blinded again. I, and I said, you're making sure. this sound like, please, please, pretty please, Josh. Can you put an unmarked liquor in front of me and make me look like a moron in front of everyone that listens to this? I would love that dearly. Can that be my Christmas gift? No, no. That is not what I... That was why I bought you a bottle of rum. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it helps pay for that. Bribery. Okay. I, I, I get it. I get it. That so, is a very nice bottle of rum. Thank you. So, That's very uh, kind of you. Marie and Dave are going to tag team this blind so i'm gonna ask yeah. you the question yeah easy medium or hard i mean hard okay <laughs> why not yeah okay. yeah we'll just go all, all the way, way. We'll i think go. i think you're thinking that we'll be able to get the easy we're not gonna be able to get the easy <laughs> we're not gonna be able to get the medium. we're not gonna be able to get the hard so let's just go hard and go all the way <laughs> and then we have an excuse when we're wrong exactly <laughs> exactly well wait we went with the hard one just to uh-huh. see if we could really hit it <laughs> all right well i'll go ahead and get it, that poured up Okay, so we've got the blind poured up for Dave and Marie, so uh, away y'all go. Right? I'm Boy. like, so it's it's dark colored, kind of caramelish, light caramel color. Yep. Not so that that necessarily helps me, but that says barrel aged. Yep. It's been barrel aged. Um, I smell apple. Do you yeah. smell apple? Yes. Yes. To the point where it's almost, it's the almost the predominant flavor. I, there's oh. a little bit of... A little bit of spice. A little bit of spice. I think that's from the barrel, though. Um, like, so I <laughs> trying to like not rush the process, but I have a thought. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Hope you can't see the bottles in the kitchen. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, cheat. What did he say? Go ahead and cheat. He's not looking. <laughs> no one's paying attention. What does he say? Do it in sign language. <laughs> um. So you smell apples. You smell yeah. a little bit of baking spices. Cinnamon. Uh, I think. <laughs> Go ahead and taste it. You don't have to go down. This doesn't have to take five minutes like I do. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's not what I thought it was. Okay. I thought it was, and I'm going to look like a moron if it actually is. I thought for sure this was, it, it smells just like Old Smoky Apple Pie Moonshine. Okay. It's not that. Yeah. Because I've had enough of that no, at, it's not at the, uh, the Nashville SC games. <laughs> it's a little smoother than Moonshine. Yeah. 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 Um, and then more complex as well okay. yeah which unfortunately means i have no idea we're gonna talk about the complexity what is it do you think it's it kind of makes me feel like um oh there's all these like apple flavored bourbons like or apple jack that's yeah. kind of where like, i was thinking like... but i i have a bottle of layers at home that sometimes i'll make a, an old-fashioned with yeah pro tip those are delicious oh like the jack daniels apple or the <sighs> Crown? Crown makes an Maybe apple. Maybe it's crown apple. I've had that before. It's been a while and I got very drunk it, that night. Isn't crown, <laughs> isn't crown usually pretty sweet? I haven't had I don't I have never yeah, had Yeah, I feel apple. like the crown apple was was like way, way sweeter than almost. this. Yeah. You didn't screw us and like mix us mix this with something. You asked you? for no, I did not mix it. I'm not I'm a jerk. I'm not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> You asked for the you asked for the this hard. Is the hard one. Yeah, this no, is no, the no. hard one. So, I mean, there were some that were like more complex and weirdly flavored, but y'all would have been able to pick out Fernet by the smell. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, mean, I, I wouldn't have, but you would. I, I would have been able to smell. <laughs> you you would have looked at me like it's Fernet. It's like, Fernet. Okay, we yep, can stop I here. agree. Whatever. We don't have to taste it. <laughs> but anyway, so you get an apple. So you still get the apple on, on the palate. It's a lot of apple. And it's not like it's an apple brandy. That would have been sweeter and smoother. Yeah. This is. Do you like it? <laughs> I no. don't dislike it. But I, I do not. But that's. I mean, that's a value judgment. That's not really what we're. Well, going so for. you. I always ask that because when you're thinking through trying to like categorize stuff, if you you know the things that you like, you know the things that you don't like. So if you don't like it, then it could be in this category of thing. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. It can help you kind of start narrowing down the process a little bit. It tastes to me like a like a a less refined applejack. It's 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 rough to me anyway. Um, 
So and maybe that's just because we've been sipping on sweet rums all day. I don't know. Transition. So do Part you think- of me wants to say it's just the like apple Jack Daniels because I don't love Jack Daniels, but I can drink it. I don't think this is sweet enough to be Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, like, I've I've had enough Jack Daniels in my time. I don't even the apple. I don't. Right. I don't think it's that. So I mean, do you think all this right. is grain based? Do you think it's plant based? Do you think blazed based? Do you think it's fruit based? Do you think it's other herb herb based? I, I think definitely think it's grain based in the yeah. whiskey family. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's um. And again, like you, on the last one, I went off on that rant about: is it scotch? <laughs> is it whiskey? Is it Jameson? Is it, you know, how can um, you tell the difference? How do you like, tell the you difference? You can actually tell the difference. I think it is, but in that general sphere of spirits, okay, I think it's in there somewhere. So we're in the whiskey family. We're in the whiskey family. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, you think it's in it's some sort of apple whiskey? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. Have you had a? Have you had much brandy? I haven't had a whole lot of brandy. I've had side tarts, but that's it. Yeah, I've had, I've had apple brandy on my bar before for cocktails, but I've never really drank How does this it. Compared, did you? It's not sweet. I don't feel like it's sweet enough. Okay. So, well, you're talking so, like like the Paul Mason, the EJ apple brandy stuff. Rob. Okay, so those are usually, if there's apple in them. Brandy like itself is from apple. yeah. Well, it's not you. Or they're gonna. It's gonna be brandy with apple flavors. So the one I have had a was sweet brandy. Sometimes you're gonna have a sweet brandy that may has had some apple brandy into it. But you're still gonna have the sweetness mostly from the great brandy. Now there are high there are higher end sure. brandies that are made from apple and plum and cherry and all that yeah. other, all that sorts of all those sorts of things. I don't know that I'm gonna get much it's further than spicy, like apple and whiskey. I mean, is there a such thing as an apple rye? Like, um... oh, well, I mean, whatever the mash bill is, it could be a base of rye. It's usually not going to be marked that way because it's not going to be high. It could be higher, higher rye content than. Yeah, I know Bullet typically has a fair amount of rye in their bourbon, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. They are a, they, yeah, they, they are a high rye bourbon. I don't. Do I they mean, do an apple? I don't know. <laughs> So Marie sound- and I are just looking at each other like, maybe? So it sounds like you guys are kind of landing in the American whiskey market, the American apple whiskey market, whether it's Tennessee whiskey, whether it's bourbon, whether it's, uh, you know, maybe Evan Williams, those sorts of guys. I mean, I, I think it's American. Oh, no. What did they do? No, it's oh. I definitely put it in the American whiskey family with something apple. I'm going to... Eat a little bit of cheese, try to reset. <laughs> I'm sad that you, neither of you guys really like this because this is something that I love. I really, really enjoy this spirit. See, now I just feel like a shitty friend. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't always care for rum, so. Or gin. I don't, I don't oh, not or Negronis. like it. I don't not like it. I just don't know that I love it. I, I, don't, I don't like it just because if I'm going to have an extra flavoring in it i want it to be a little bit um i don't know a little bit more candy call call me a, a little sweeter child, you want it to be sweeter yeah um okay. and this is less spicy to be honest it, it's it's spice i'm having trouble figuring out if this is more spicy or more smoky my initial thought well my second thought i suppose after maybe thinking it was the apple pie moonshine is that it was an almost like an apple scotch. I don't think that's the case. Um, frankly, just because I don't know if I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to try to take something as nuanced yeah. as, sco- as scotch yeah, and then and say, add apple. let's add apple to it. I would run away from that. Thought. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not that. And I, I think we all yeah. know that and agree. But there's enough of that kind of undertone in there that it's really throwing. To me, me. it's a lot more the pepper spice than yeah smoke. I, I I'm gonna stick with. Should we just go apple rye or apple? Let's, I'm I'm game. I'm down for an apple rye whiskey. American. Yeah. So what? What, Josh? What? How were, many what categories were the choices do you want us here? to have? Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? What are the choices? Well, I mean, like, do we just say, like, 
You guys don't and have to go down to producer. Apple American. No, yeah, I yeah, learned that can, lesson an, last time. <laughs> an apple. You can say it's an apple and American whiskey, and that's a that would be fine. Because there think, are times that I'm just like, heck, this is a gin. I couldn't tell you what gin it is. Couldn't tell you what type of gin it is, but that's gin. Yeah, it's definitely so, apple American whiskey. I, I yeah, there's I too agree. much apple for it to just be whiskey. Yeah, and there's there's too much whiskey for it to be any type of yeah liqueur or something like I yeah. Makes me want to know if this is like Mishners or something. Oh, really? They don't do it. I didn't think so. Um, yeah. Thing. It'd be like $70 a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> right. Nobody would pay for that. All right. So we're, yeah, we're, we're going to land the plane. Ap- we're going to say it's some sort of Apple American, Apple American rye, whiskey. American rye whiskey. Yeah. All right. We'll come back, not next week, but in two weeks to figure out if Dave and Marie are correct. If you if you want to send in what you think this is as you're listening to it, don't. <laughs> Marie's trying Just to make squeaky sound. Marie's yeah. trying to look that, into the kitchen and see what it is. That squeak you heard was her chair as she's like <laughs> trying to crane that. her neck around the All corner. All I see is Maker's Mark. Just to see. <laughs> I, this is not Maker's. It's not. It is not Maker's. I'll give you that. Yeah. But come back in two weeks to see if, whether they're right or wrong. And if you have a guess, in the meantime, feel free to shoot us a uh, message out there on the social media world. To see what, uh, let us know what you think it is. And that was your rum. That was your rum. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It, it tastes totally different after drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we really appreciate you guys being here with us. We hope you're having a wonderful, safe, and happy holidays. Once again, this is the last episode for the year. So I hope you have a great New Year's. And we on the other side of the calendar next week, we'll see you for a cocktail episode. Then I'm going to be wrangling Marie in for one more episode <laughs> nice. before she leaves. And we're going to be doing, what are we doing, Marie? We're doing fizzy cocktails. Fizzy cocktails. And we'll kind of explain more about that in the episode itself. So be looking for that. Once again, we thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, if you like what we're doing, give us a like, a star, a follow on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we're out there on social lands. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Most active on Instagram at Acquired Tastings. You, if you want to send us an email, we are acquiredtastings at gmail.com. So, <laughs> Dave and Marie, I really appreciate you guys being on. Uh, it helps me from just speaking to air and it gives dad a little bit of a break yep. um, in the holiday season. So, once again, I'm Josh Mills. And I'm John Mills. And I'm Marie Mills. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Happy New Year.